Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final, and the results are not good. This took a while, but uh, wasted performance on the pitching side of things. And a Brewers 11-inning, one to nothing defeat in game one of this two-game set in Detroit, taking on the Tigers. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. As we are live, as always, right here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state, learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And Freddie Peralta taking on Willie Peralta. And uh, a, a scoreless game through six and just flying by. I mean, you're looking at a 20-6 uh, to six start time uh, here in Milwaukee and and – now it was maybe quarter after quarter after seven, and they were through six innings, and then the rain hit, and that took care of Freddie Peralta and Willie Peralta, for that matter. But it took care of, uh, from this perspective, Freddie Peralta six scoreless innings on just a couple of hits, striking out nine Tigers hitters. In fact, all told, the Brewers pitching staff struck out eighteen batters. And their offense just could not get anything going. They had a huge opportunity in the top half of this uh, 11th inning. Christian Yelich up, a 3-1 count. He's looking uh, like it's it's going to be a crooked number there in the 11th inning. And wouldn't you know it, it's a double play ball. And Christian Yelich 0 for 5 on the night tonight. Brewers lose out on an opportunity to uh, lower that magic number. It's going to sit right there at 5. Despite the Reds losing, the Cardinals now leapfrog the Reds, so and the Cardinals win, so that that magic number just doesn't go anywhere. It's still right there. The Brewers overall mark at 89 and 56. Now 17 games left in the 2021 championship season as they fall in this one. But you know, I agree, an hour and 49 minute rain delay. You're not gonna send Freddie Peralta back out there. It's just, even if it were half hour, 45 minutes, 
I don't think Craig was going to send uh, Freddie Peralta back out there. His last two starts, uh, not Freddie Peralta-like, but tonight, right back on it. And, and I'll tell you, this was pretty impressive outing for Peralta. And that, that's uh, some of the good news you can take out of this one to nothing loss, a waste, uh, one of those wasted days, wasted nights uh, performances here by this Brewers starting rotation. We haven't had uh, really that many in the second half. In the first half, there were a, there were a, a bunch stacked up in there. And, and what I mean by that is when you get a great start, you know, seven innings of uh, you know, one-run ball, six innings of shutout baseball, and you end up losing those types of games. That is what I considered on this show early on as a wasted day, wasted night performance. And, and you got another one tonight. I mean, uh, the offense just needed to get it. Uh, just just get a few hits, get something going, and you thought that eventually that would happen. And it looked like they were going to break through late in this one. And and you see the difference in managerial styles in this. You see, how many bunts did uh, A.J. Hinch and the Detroit Tigers attempt tonight? Three that I'm aware of. One was in the bottom of the sixth inning. Now, this may have been... Uh, one of one of a couple of different reasons. One would be that Hinch knew that the weather was coming in, and you didn't want to, you know, go into the rain delay. Eventually, maybe a suspended game uh, when it's tied, you would just suspend it and not uh, postpone it. But or it was it was either that or it was a, an absolute respect for the Brewers pitching staff. I'll go with that one. Because if you're bunting for a run, shooting for a run in the bottom of the sixth inning, I mean, that is the ultimate in respect. But like I said, it could have been because uh, he was aware that weather was coming in. An hour and 49-minute rain delay. Boxberger does his job. He strikes out two. Devin Williams does his job. He strikes out three. Josh Hader does his job, striking out three as well. He also had three walks. It got a little dicey there in that ninth inning. So with Freddie's uh, nine strikeouts and uh, Strickland's one strikeout in his inning of work, you're looking at 18 strikeouts for this pitching staff. This is the type of thing that you could very well see this style of game, this type of game in the postseason where runs are hard to come by because you're going to be facing some really good pitching in the postseason. I'm not saying that Willie Peralta is a great pitcher, but having a decent year, he really is. Uh, ERA coming in less than three and a half, and, and you know he's, he's done well in Detroit. Developed a split finger and, and has had some success here. But I'm just saying, this style of game, this is what may happen in the postseason. A one to nothing, eleven inning loss tonight. Eighty nine and fifty six. Magic number does not move, doesn't budge. They're going to have to work on that tomorrow. And since the St. Louis Cardinals now are really in uh, a situation where they are heavily motivated, you know, not only this loss, but I think uh, potentially the Cardinals may prevent the Milwaukee Brewers from winning 100 games. They might. We'll see. There's seven games of these 17 left against St. Louis. And what about the AL teams? Outside of uh, Cleveland, boy, the AL has had their way with this Brewers squad. That's what you can't figure out about baseball. 
You go two and four against the Minnesota Twins. You're zero and four against the Kansas City Royals. I mean, come on. You got to and the, and Detroit. I I I do think they have a bright uh, future here uh, in the next few years. I do. I I like some of their players here, but. You know, one zip against Willie Peralta and the Detroit Tigers. You can't find a way to muscle up two, three, four runs. Come on. How, how, this, the, the Christian Yelich double play ball in the 11th inning may have been the biggest buzz, the, the biggest Brewers buzz kill I've had in a while. Evan Heffelfinger is with me tonight. My name is Tim Allen. Brewers losing 11, one zip. Evan, when was the, the last sort of low moment <laughs> in recent past for the Brewers. There hasn't been many. Not that I can think of. I mean, probably Minnesota, I guess. Does that count? I would say, yeah, one of th- only three series that they've lost in the second half. Which is just incredible. I, and even then, it's not like this was a terrible game. I mean, you take a lot of positives from this, mostly from the pitching and not so much from the offense, but... I, I think that you can still find a lot of positives in a game like this, even if you don't walk out with a win. The biggest being Freddie Peralta might be back. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree with you that uh, I you know I wasn't super concerned about him. I know a lot of Brewers fans were like, "Well, what's going on for Freddie? The shoes dropping," and uh, I didn't see it that way. I saw it as, "Hey, dude was hurt a little bit. He's gonna." It, it broke up some momentum. It's going to take him a couple to get get back going. And boy, he looked good tonight. Man, he was he was setting them up and knocking them down tonight. And he was doing it quick. I mean, there there was a a time in well, he had four. What was it? Four no hit innings. Um, there was a time. And by the way, Brian Anderson, Valley Sports, Wisconsin. Yeah, no hitter. Well, Freddie's got a no-hitter the other day, the second one in Brewers history. Well, Freddie's got a no-hitter going tonight through four. Just saying. It's okay to put it in graphics, but you cannot say it out loud and put it into the stratosphere. He'll not only say it, but he'll justify it and say, I I wish I had as much control as people think I do with that regard. But it always works that way. I get so mad at it. The last time... I remember my dad and I, we were out at dinner, and it was like the fourth inning, and he said, oh, looks like a no-hitter's going. And I said, Dad, why would you do that? And literally the that? next pitch was a hit. Yeah, I and just I said, don't of course. do it. So I just I, I, I refuse to acknowledge it until after the game is done. The only time I really acknowledge it is through just making a joke. Or gestures, like, kind of like, like, oh, something's happening. Well, that that I'll do. Um, but early in the game, like the Brewers, uh, you know, Woody will throw three up, three down in the first inning. And I'll say, Hey, he's got a no hitter going just as a joke. Yeah, that's okay. But once you get to like, I think even five fourth. innings, four or five fourth innings, or, fourth or fifth inning, that's when you kind of just wait back a little bit. But Freddie, uh, you know, he was doing it. I, I, I wasn't necessarily convinced about any, any type of no hitter. The first, the two hits he gave up were flares. One was a broken bat base hit. But what I did think was complete game shutout because his pitch count, and they weren't going to push the pitch count tonight, Evan, but it was so low that he could have gotten it done in like 88 or 90 pitches. Right. 
And I mean, that, he was dynamite. He had, I think, 72 pitches, and that included a 20-pitch sixth inning. Yeah, Without he, he that, was dynamite. I wonder what his pitch count max would have been, maybe 75. So it's possible that even if there wasn't a rain delay, he probably wouldn't have been out for the seventh. Maybe not. Maybe not. They fall tonight in 11 innings uh, now on the season. That was This was their 19th extra inning game. They're 10 and 9 in those uh, games, but 19 of them. Wow. I didn't think it was that big a number, but that's that's quite a chunk of uh, extra inning games. Okay. Uh, we're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. He's got to be very pleased about Freddie Peralta's performance. And the main thing today, the biggest of uh, the Brewers' news as we head into a major news and note, just one category is that the official retirement of Ryan Braun. And I, I think the timing is interesting of uh, of this announcement today. I think there's a couple of different things to kind of hash out with regards to this announcement today. Um, the t- Let's start with the timing of the announcement. I mean, here we are, September 15th. It is... Uh, Far enough away from the postseason in which you're not going to be a distraction. I like that a lot. It's a little bit after the the hopefuls. I was in the hopeful category that the Brewers would sign him. I thought it was a done deal. But it's far enough, you know, after the dust has settled. Everyone's just assuming that, um, you know, you're not going to have Braun here. So I, th- I think the timing is about right on this and to announce that he's going to be at American Family Field, the final regular season game, which is a week from Sunday, the 26th of September, is, uh, is kind of cool to give him a little bit of a send-off uh, in his retirement. Uh, retires in really the top three categories in all offensive statistical categories that you can think of. One of the best brewers to ever don a uniform. I say one of. Uh, Now, the history is there, and I get that. And so, to to me, I'll start this out with with what I recall from Ryan Braun. Your memories of of Ryan Braun. Again, the dude's not dead, so let's not go crazy here. But but, uh, to, to have a little bit of a tribute on this show, I think is warranted. And, and I take that we're all, we all get uh, close to our favorite players. We, we just do. We, we feel that there's a kinship. Uh, we feel we're closer than what we really are to our favorite players. I, on the other hand, I've had several different favorite players in a Brewers uniform, my first of, of which being George Scott, my second of which being Gorman Thomas, my third, Robin Yount. And then it stayed that way. It just stayed Robin Yount across the board. Now, Brawny was, was a close second for me, third at, at, at worst. Um, but when he came up in 2007, it was the second year of this show. And that's, that's how I have you know attached myself to Ryan Braun, that I've been doing this show as long as he's had his career. It's, it's like it's almost bookmarked each way. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to retire anytime soon. But nonetheless, I mean, it, it, that's all I've known on this show. That's all we've known on this show is Ryan Braun for his 14 years and this show 16 years. I mean, you had one year without at the front, one year now at the back end 
without. But the middle 14 of these 16 years on this show, I personally have had a lot of conversations with you guys about Ryan Braun, maybe more so than any other player on this show. Think about that. We've probably discussed that one player more than any other player in, in uh, you know, his 14-year career. And even before that, because we knew he was coming in as, as a highly touted rookie and a you know, top draft choice, the whole deal. I also will say this, that Ryan Braun and I over the years had developed, I won't say a friendship. I don't, I don't know if, if I would go that far. But I think an understanding with each other, I think we, we, we liked each other. He was, you know, again, he wasn't like this to the entire media. I can promise you that. But he was way more than fair with his time to me. And this is over the years, 14 years. Um, I believe, and someone needs to, to prove me wrong, but I'm pretty sure, like about 90% sure that since the suspension, I had the first one-on-one interview with him. He had some press pools uh, and made some statements and things like that, but the one-on-one interview, I believe I was the first after the, uh, after the suspension. Uh, we'd talk a little bit um, outside Miller Park over the years. He'd always catch me smoking outside, and he would be like, Tim, they're going to get you. Those things are going to get you. You better watch it. You know, that type of thing, very fair to me. Would give me any as much time as I wanted, the whole deal. So, I, you know, I will miss him in a Brewer's uniform. I definitely will. And finally, I'll just say this, and I want to get Evan's spin on this too because uh, you're young enough to where that was your, th- that was your Robin Yount. Like, I, I had Robin Yount. You, you, you guys had uh, Ryan Braun. But I will just say this on the way out of – of my, my viewpoints here. If you were to tailor make what the Brewers needed right now, if you were to custom fit a baseball player that the Brewers, if anything that they needed, make something up, create a player on your video game. If, if I were to custom make what exactly this team needed and needs now they can still get it done. Obviously, they can win the World Series without this. But if if there if there were a need, that's the guy, and it was a right-handed hitting outfielder slash first baseman that was content with not playing every day, that had a clutch gene in him, that had a carry me, uh, I'll carry you guys on my shoulders kind of uh, attitude that had Brewer pedigree, that knew the organization, knew the fan base, knew the coaching staff, knew the front office, knew the owners, knew how it works. That's the one guy you couldn't design a better fit for this Brewer squad right now. I am extremely disappointed that he is not in a Brewer's uniform down the stretch here. When you got guys like Jackie Bradley Jr. running around in that outfield, when you have an unproven in the postseason Tyrone Taylor running around in that outfield, when you got two clones at first base and Rowdy Telez and Daniel Vogel back on this team, 
I am stunned that he is not in a Brewers uniform as we speak. I don't understand where the line came from. I read a ton of articles on this today. One of the articles said, and there had been no discussions of him coming back to the Brewers. I find that 100% extremely difficult to believe based on everything I just said, how he would have been the best customized fit that this team could use right now. And someone, someone wrote, it, it, they, it wasn't a, a quote and it was not attributed to any source. It just said, and there were no discussions for Ryan Braun to come back to the Brewers. I find that very difficult. You, he was sitting in a suite with who? He, he, he is friends with Adonacio? He's friends with Yelich? You're going to tell me that this was never discussed, not even a question? Hey, Brawny, you feel like coming back? Could use a right-handed hitting outfielder and a right-handed hitting platoon first baseman. So there's, there's my uh, Ryan. We're going to tribute have a little bit of a tribute to Ryan Braun. Uh, we've got some highlights for you. I've got some quotes. We're going to hear from Ryan Braun. Evan, your take here. Ryan Braun officially retires today. Well, like you mentioned, his career started in 2007 when I was, are you ready for this, 10 years old. <laughs> I okay. was in fourth grade. And I actually went to spring training that year. That was the first and only time I've been to spring training. My guy at that point was Prince because we were both at, I was 10 years old. We were probably the same height and weight. But um, Braun, right away, he stepped up and became one of the best hitters in baseball as a rookie. And him and Prince were the one-two dynamic duo of my childhood. And now... Prince, I feel like that one hurt when he left, but I knew that it was going to happen just because he was so good. Someone was going to pay him a lot more money, and it hurts the way that his career has ended because that's not how Prince wanted to go out. I think we all know that. But Braun, he stayed here, and he had a lot of ups and downs. I think we can't look past the cheating and the lying. We would be wrong of us to not look past that but at the same time he has done a phenomenal job of rebuilding his image he's become a fantastic mentor in that locker room look at what he did for Christian Yelich pretty much the second that Yelich got here they were best friends attached at the hip you love to see that and I don't think that a 25 year old Braun would have been that guy but it just it comes with age so not having that veteran who also can play multiple positions for you, still has pretty good legs under him for being a guy who battled injuries his entire career and was pretty old at that point. And still, some of my biggest Brewers memories and what may go down as some of the biggest hits in Brewers history, however long this franchise is around, were because of him. Think about how many home runs. I found multiple videos on YouTube that were like 20 minutes long of just him hitting clutch Mm -hmm. home runs and clutch walk-off hits, everything. That's who he was. He was a clutch hitter, a professional hitter, as Eric Name used to say of The Athletic. He was the hometown hero that won an MVP, brought them back to the playoffs for the first time in 26 years, and he was an integral part of my childhood, and now that he's retiring it makes me feel at 24 a little weird 
makes me feel, dare I say, old. But I, I mean, I wish nothing but the best. I wish that he was hitting sixth in this lineup tonight. Yep. But I mean, I, I can't ask for much more out of Braun. And like you said, I feel like he did this at the perfect time. Yeah, I th- I, yeah, I didn't want uh, him to to nose in and and grab some attention away from this team as the uh, playoffs really approached. So I I, I I like the timing, and I think you know, the Brewers uh, organization have uh, they've got something up their sleeve to commemorate or wh- whatever it might be on uh, Sunday uh, September twenty sixth which is when Braun's going to be back in Milwaukee and back in that stadium. So want to get your thoughts if you want to join us on, on uh, what your thoughts are on Ryan Braun and how you're, you're going to remember him. Does the, the, the mark on him supersede what he did in the 14 years? Because I would understand if it does. I get it. You know, I, I, I definitely do. I, I can't tell you what, where your, uh, your compass is, if you will. But uh, just know this, that Ryan Braun's going to have to address it with three kids when they get a little bit older to figure out, you know, what he was and what his career was and, and all that. So, I mean, he's, he's got to address it also, and he's got to live that side of the personal uh, life. The baseball life, yeah, he's, he's not the first one. He's not the last one that's going to cheat. So want to get your thoughts on that. We're going to hear from Ryan Braun. He put out a piece of audio. Uh, also, there's some additional quotes from Braun. He's saying the right things. And, you know, did, I, I believe him. I mean, he's he used the word grateful quite a bit. He's gotten rich playing in, in this organization. And, and, and a rarity, before the break here, let me just add a rarity that any individual in any sport plays 14 years in the same jersey in the city of milwaukee no less <laughs> no doubt no kidding all right 414-799-1250 brewer oh there was a game today yeah they lost that was a buzz kill uh one zip in 11 innings uh wasting a performance from freddie peralta but that's i will chalk this down i'm with yelich camp on this sentiment this is baseball the, the, this is just baseball. You, you can't figure it out. Last time these two teams played, the Brewers won 19-zip. Now it's a one-zip Tigers victory in 11. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Okay, we see you there on hold. We'll get right to you uh, for sure. I wanted to get your spin on this Ryan Braun retirement because it is official now. There's no uh, Brett Favre wavering here. It's just Brawny has announced he's stepping away from the game. He's making it official. Okay, good. And it really begs the question, of how you will remember him in a Brewers uniform. That, to me, is the key question here. And honestly, I'm not sure how I even feel about it, but I do know that he's not the first and won't be the last to get into some nonsense and cheating. 
it's it's funny how we we look at uh, certain guys and we say, oh my God, look at the, the, the cheater, 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 cheater. But then, in another regard, we look at guys like Nelson Cruz and say, wow, look at that old guy. He's he's really boy the old time. He just keeps on ticking. Boy, what an amazing career he's had. Why is it arbitrary like that? I don't know. I will remember him as being a huge part of turning this organization around. That's fact. What he did in uh, somewhere between 2011 and 12 and that area, um, regardless of that, he helped turn this organization around. All right, it's it's just about a minute, 20 seconds. We're going to play this audio, and then we'll get to your, your reaction on either the game here. It was a one-zip, 11-inning loss in game one of the uh, two-game set against the Tigers. Uh, or your how you will remember Brawny in a Brewers uniform. All right, here's uh, Ryan Braun. Hey, Brewer fans. Ryan Braun here. This is an exciting time to be following the Brewers, and like you, I'm enjoying every minute of it. While we're taking it all in, I wanted to take a minute to share some news with you. On May 25th, 2007, I took the field for the first time in a major league uniform. Today, more than 14 years later, I have decided to officially retire as an active player. While it's impossible to summarize my emotions right now, what I feel most is one simple thing, gratitude. And I just wanted to take the time to say thank you. I've been incredibly fortunate to be joined by countless amazing teammates, coaches, support staff, friends, and family for this incredible ride. To the fans, thank you for showing me and my family unconditional love and always making us feel like we truly belong to this community. Thank you for packing the ballpark night in and night out for 14 years. You made coming to the ballpark every day a joy, and I cannot imagine a better playing experience than being a brewer for life. Thank you for the encouragement, support, and motivation. Thank you for the memories, the postseason runs, the moments I'll never forget. I'm coming back to town for the last home game of the regular season on Sunday, September 26th, and I hope you'll be there to celebrate with me. Until then, go Brewers. Okay, so there he is, and and the only thing I can say about that piece of audio, I'm a big fan of off the script, off the prompter, if you will. I don't know about you, Evan, but I'm I'm a big fan of just just talk to me, just just talk to me. We all can write things out. It does sound a lot more sincere, and I, I believe that he was being sincere. Sure. In that message, and it I'm sure he did write it better. out. It, it, we would have uh, we would have read that sin- much more sincere than we heard it, right? Yeah. But if I, it were just the words on paper. But also, I think that just. Talking from the heart and whatever you say about your time, I That's feel like that I means a, a little bit more. Yeah, I I agree. I didn't. I could have scripted out my memories of Ryan Braun and read it during my opening monologue today. I mean, I mean, I just want to just want to talk to people. That's all. Just yeah, that that's a little. Mm. That one was a little funky because that's the first time I've heard it. I intentionally did not listen all day. When that was released, I wanted to hear it live with with you guys. So, yeah, seemed a little scripted to me. Mm. Okay, let's get to you guys. 799-1250, Brett, on the Odyssey app in Detroit. Brett, you're on the fan. How are you going to remember Ryan Braun in a Brewers uniform? 
Hey, Tim, yeah, we're in Detroit. Tough loss tonight, but um, we'll get them tomorrow, and, and we'll, hopefully we'll clinch this weekend. Uh, I, since you touched on at the end here, I'd like to kind of respond to, to your last thoughts, and then hopefully I'll give you my thoughts on Braun. Sure. You talked about of you know Braun potentially playing this year, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. I The one hope that I have you know, with him hanging it up this year is I hope this was his decision. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think if you put him on the team the last month or two, I think he's the perfect piece. And, and we were at the game in Detroit tonight, so I didn't hear this, but I did see on Twitter, it sounded like Rock made a statement on TV that he thought maybe if the season played out differently and if the Brewers weren't in the playoff race, maybe maybe Brewers fans would have seen Braun. So I don't know what I, – I guess I hope that's true. I hope that – I hope this was his decision, and I hope the Brewers didn't make a decision for him. That is a great point because I'd be extremely disappointed in the analysis of what this team could use by that front office. I would That would be a mar against that front office. Every baseball, Brett, every baseball knowledge, every fiber of knowledge in my body said he is exactly what this team could use to make them even better. They're good now. Make no mistake. They're really good now. Ain't no way he was going to mess up chemistry in a playoff run. All he was going to do was impress some of these younger players. It's just you had a he wouldn't expect to play every day. He wouldn't he was he was going to platoon at first with one of the big boys. There was a lefty right platoon. If you needed him on a double switch or a pinch hit appearance late in the game and had to move into the outfield, he could do that. I don't see. I I, I just. I I hope. I'm with you. I hadn't thought of it that way, but I hope this was his decision. Yes. One hundred percent, and I I believe him. I think it was. I I think you know as the season went on, he probably felt you know. These guys are really playing well, and I don't want to step in there. And well, it could be. And, and the other and thing, Brett, to con- to consider on this would be maybe there were some conversations completely off the record and private to Adonacio Stearns or both to say that guys, it's always been my dream. As much as I appreciate and I'm I'm grateful for the Brewers organization, it's always been my dream since I've been a little kid in California to don an L.A. Dodgers uniform. And I was waiting that out. And that is a possibility. And I wouldn't, you know what, I wouldn't think any less of him if that were the deal. Consider yourself, Brad, if you were a ball player and you had to go, you were playing for the Texas Rangers. You know what I mean? You'd always want to play for the Brewers. You'd find some, some way to get to them or the best way to get to them or put yourself in a situation to get there. Maybe that's what he did, and we don't know that, but that's a yeah, possibility. I, no, I, I, I think you're right. I, but I, 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 I have seen some quotes earlier in the year where he, I think he did make a comment that he didn't want to play anywhere else besides the Brewers. So, so I don't know if that's true, but it could be. But, and then real quick, I guess, um, you know, just my thoughts on, on his career, I, I think I'm about four or five years older than, than Evan. And, you know, I was, I was 13, 14 years old when he made his debut. So I remember the years of Richie Sexton and those guys. And mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of 20 and 30 year olds right now that Ryan Braun was the guy to put the Brewers over the top. And, you know, we remember, obviously, yeah, you and, you know, guys in their fifties. And so, um, you had Robin Young and those guys, but, 
you know, Brian, we remember the, the early 2000 Brewers where there wasn't a lot to cheer for. And Braun was the guy to put the Brewers over the top. And then Prince left, as Evan said, you know, CC was great, but the Brewers didn't have the money. And, and Braun signed here and he stayed. And, and then obviously the steroid thing happened. And, but I think after that, he did everything he could to be the best teammate possible. And yep. I remember when Lewis Brinson made his debut, who was the first guy in the clubhouse, you know, congratulating or there to welcome him. It was Ryan Braun. And the rest of his career, he was the ultimate teammate. He stayed through the rebuild. And then the cool thing for me was 18, you know, he gets the hit in game 163. 19, Yellish goes down. He kind of puts the team on his back. Um, so I think for me, and, and I might be biased, but, you know, Robin Young's the greatest brewer ever. But after him, it's Ryan Braun's right up there with Paul Milder and him. So the one question I'd have for you is, you know, I, I didn't live to see Robin Young. But personally, I, I, I have a hard time believing any brewer, including Robin Young, has more clutch hits than Ryan Braun. <laughs> That's true. All right, great point. All right, Brett, thank, thanks for the call. Yeah, it, it, it's humbling as, as a fan to see some of your, uh, your childhood heroes, you know, step away. And, and it's just seemed, it seems so empty to you, but that's, that's just part of it. And that's why we, we have to enjoy all of this. I mean, my son the same way. He's about you guys' age. He's 25. Yeah, Braun and Prince. That was it. I've I've got a, um, a baseball card book that is literally, I've I don't know, hundred, hundred different cards of Ronnie and Prince. Just that was those were the guys. And I don't know where he sits now with his, his thoughts on Ryan Braun, but you know, I I would I would agree. Yount was a consummate pro, played the game the right way. Brawny, I think, was even more clutch than him. I do. I do. And I, and I watched them both play. There's no question. 799-1250. Uh, Evan, where do we want to go here? Let's go to Todd in Watertown. Todd, how are you going to remember Ryan Braun in a Brewers uniform? Oh, howdy, boys. Uh, I remember him uh, in 2011 uh, with that home run um, to get into the uh, – gosh, was it the NLCS with the, with the Cardinals? That was uh, – that's it. You know, I, I, boy, you know, I've been, you know, listening to him and kind of writing down some notes and stuff that, you know, he'll always be, uh, beloved by us and, and hated by the other teams. And, and one, that's, that's really a, a, a compliment to him because, you know, it's just like the Cubs guys, the good guys, like Rizzo and this and that. You know, we don't like them, but we don't like them because they're good. And if they were on our team, would we love them? Absolutely. You know, and, and I think uh, with Bronny, I think he's uh, he's still trying to correct his errors in the past. I really do. And I think for him um, not coming back, I think it, it was a real selfless act on his part. Because I can guarantee, I can't guarantee, I wish I was a fly on the wall, but I would bet, you know, dollars to donuts that, they tried to get him to come back. But if he would have come back, um, especially, you know, late in the season when they're uh, playing really well, it would have been all the naysayers probably would have been like, wow, he's coming back just to win a ring. And, you know, they would have found something bad to say about the man any way they could, any negativity they could throw at him, they would have done it. 
Haters and are going to hate. Haters are going to hate him. You know, and it's, it's, I think he, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm sure, you know, you know him way better than, well, obviously any of, uh, of us franchise fanatics out here, but he always seemed to be very courteous and very politically smart. He never said the wrong things. You know, when he got jammed up there, you know, everybody gets jammed up and I'm sure uh, things came out of his mouth a little too quickly, but, um, but all in all, boy, he, he just was really a consummate brewer and, 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 and a consummate player, for sure. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's part of history. All right, Todd, thanks for the call. It's, it's part of Brewer's history, really. 14 years, MVP, Rookie of the Year, five silver sluggers, and a bunch of all-star appearances. I mean, you don't get much better than that. I mean, just in all of baseball, let alone uh, in in Brewers franchise history. But uh, a few more things here from uh, Ryan Braun. Uh, in a statement that was released uh, by the Brewers earlier today, I've weighed this decision for many months. While I still love this game very much, the time is right for me to retire from my playing days. It's difficult to, to uh, describe my emotions today. But it starts with my overwhelming gratitude to those who have shared this experience with me while offering their unconditional support at every turn. My family, wife Larissa, three children, parents Joe and Diane, brother Steve, my agent, uh, Nez Balillo, and so many close friends and family have all been by my side through this amazing journey. The Adonacios have become extended family, as have my teammates, coaches, Brewers Clubhouse support staff, stadium employees, local media, team broadcasters. Ooh, I fall into that local media category. Thank you, Bronny. Uh, The Brewers organization as a whole, I will forever appreciate the best fans in the game and the countless people who came out to the ballpark night after night making Milwaukee the greatest city to play the game. I also want to thank all the coaches I've had throughout my baseball career, from T-ball to high school to college, the minors, the majors. They profoundly impacted my life. This collective group of family, friends, and fans helped me to where I stand today, a place of immense gratitude I cannot truly describe. I'm so fortunate to have enjoyed a 14-year career wearing the jersey of one team, and even more grateful that team is the Milwaukee Brewers. I cherish great memories from my time with the Brewers and will continue to build on the many friendships made in this amazing city. I look forward to remaining involved in the Milwaukee community and continually work with the charitable partners I have supported throughout my career. I am excited to see what the future holds for the Brewers, and I am just as excited to continue my life's journey down a new path. End quote. All from uh, Ryan Braun released in a statement. Now, see, see the difference? You hear Ryan Braun, and then you, then you read Ryan Braun's quotes. I think they read better than he expresses them. Don't you, Evan? I think that's definitely safe to say. I mean, that was a beautiful statement. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And all the right things were said. All the right things. Uh, Total respect to the fan base. I mean, again, 25 years ago, guys, I'll promise you, you didn't hear this much about you. You did not hear about the fans and how important you guys are. 
You just didn't. A lot of athletes talk about the fans, but why do I feel like they mean it the most for Milwaukee? Like, you can just tell that they light up when they talk about the fans. And I I see why. I mean, they're at every game. They're loud. They travel incredibly well, which is kind of shocking for a small market team. But I, I wonder if how serious they mean it when they talk about Milwaukee. Yeah, I, I think they mean it. I, I do. I, uh, because it is so important. And I think, you know, Doug Melvin, uh, the former GM, uh, addressed his team some years ago, and I allude to this a uh, couple times a year. He came down and told the team how important the fans are to make this thing go, to make this thing tick. They have to have gate. They just do. Um, be, be nice. Be accommodating. Do autographs. Do appearances. Do interviews. Well, then it snowballed into they absolutely – it wasn't an edict. It was something that they really want to do. It must be a fun time playing on American Family Field's uh, field right there. And to have, you know, 30,000, 40,000 people going crazy and then do it again the next day. That's just that's just nuts. All right, uh, we have a treat for you um, in terms of um, – some brawny memories, so stick around for that. We're going to hear from Craig Council, uh, David Stearns, also Christian Yelich, all on the brawn thing. Sort of a, a brawn conversation tonight, but the Brewers did have a game. Freddie Peralta, six scoreless innings. Then it was Box Hater, Box Williams Hater, in that order. Got him through nine, but it went to ten, and things didn't turn out real well. A one zip loss. If you want to. Uh, chime in on your thoughts on Ryan Braun's official retirement today. No problem. 414-799-1250. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. One zip. Brewers get beat in 11 innings tonight. Game one of this uh, abbreviated two-game set in the Motor City to take on the Tigers. And uh, uh, we'll hear from Craig Council in just a second. But if you want to chime in on the Ryan Braun uh, retirement today, officially, once uh, there was no smoke right around July 1st or so, that's when I uh, started uh, reserving uh, my thoughts to, well, maybe Brawny isn't coming back. I I thought it would be a shoe-in because it's exactly what the team uh, could use is that a better term than need yeah I think I think it's a uh, it's a it's a resource or a tool Brawny's uh, skills uh, that they could use think about year. how many times we said oh yeah it's guaranteed like there's no doubt it doesn't happen I just... I feel a, you know a little foolish but at the same time it seemed like the biggest no-brainer ever the the perfect perfect player that they could use right now right-handed hitting outfielder 
and a right-handed platoon first baseman. Come on. <laughs> Why didn't that get done? I don't know. There's, there's not much to complain about this year. All right, before we hear from Counts, and we will uh, – those moments, Ryan Braun moments, they just seem to just always be in that, you know – that, that pivotal moment in the game or in a series uh, in the postseason or to get him to the postseason. Did he get him to the World Series? Boy, he did his part. I'm not blaming anybody else, but it's tough to blame him uh, how clutch he has been. So we'll hear some of those moments, and this will take you back down memory lane in just a couple of minutes. So stick around for that. As uh, we'll get uh, Tom in here before we hear from uh, Craig Council. Tom, you're on the fan. Hi. Uh, hey, hey, Tim, I have to say, this is the second time I've called to a radio show. I called you two weeks ago. Yes, and, I remember, uh, Tom. And uh, I have to say, for, for post-baseball games, you are, you, you are my lifeline. I just love listening to you uh, cover the brewers and stuff you can tell my boss that any to any time yeah well yeah okay yeah (laughs) all right anyways listen i told you i I raised two kids out here in new york city and even though they grew up here they love their dad and they uh they they big brewers fans and they've been to milwaukee and seen some games and all that kind of stuff and of course ryan braun is you know probably one of the greatest players i've watched a whole career but i'm I'm 61 so i for me it's it's kind of robin yount and Mm -hmm you know, Gorman, Tom, that whole team, you know, but it was, it was great taking the kids when they were young back to Milwaukee to visit their aunt and go to the, go to, uh, uh, it was Miller Park. Then I think I, I they might've seen one game at County stadium, but anyways, Miller Park and, and, and watching all these games, and of course they adored Ryan Braun. You know, mm-hmm. they, they had a uh, particular, my younger one who played little league. He had the Ryan Braun jersey and everything and all that kind of stuff. But then all the, all the stuff came down, you know. And then you're a parent and you're trying to explain integrity and all this kind of stuff. And it was a tough one because um, I think I kind of got them to understand that, well, there's a certain amount of cheating in baseball, you know, the spitball and all that kind of stuff. And they might have just gone with it if it was just that he was he was doing the, you know, the, the PIDs. But it's when he threw the doctor under the bus. Yes. Yeah. And, um that just came hard to justify, and um, it's a tough one. Now they're they're young men now; they're in their mid twenties, and I think they 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 understand that there are flawed people in this world, and Ryan Ryan Braun is a flawed peop a, a flawed person who may be good in so many ways, but still has to be accountable for that. You know, and I yes, think sir. that. Uh, and I think it's tough because um, he's the best ball player, the best Brewers player my kids ever grew up seeing. And there was a time when he, you know, he hung the moon. I, I think I got them an autograph at one point, but he hung the moon for them. And, um, but, you know, they now, it's a lot tougher when they were, you know, nine and six. Now now that they're, you know, well, they're a little bit older, but now that they're in their 20s and we can talk as grownups and talk about how flawed people are. But Ryan so Braun needs to, ex- he has to explain that to his children. And that's when, yeah. you know, we had yeah. to explain it to ours. And and then, uh, you know, guys like Evan, producer uh, Evan, he, um, you know, he's 24, 25 years old where, 
you know, he sort of understood it at that time. I mean, that yeah. that was uh, when when the spe- suspension went down and all this blew up was twelve into a uh, the season thirteen. So, yeah. Evan, you were old enough to kind of understand it at that time. But you know, as we explained to our kids, Tom, well, guess what? Ronnie's kids are going to grow up. They've got the internet, and they're going to search out their dad. and And if they don't do it, oh, they're they're friends at school. And, oh, your dad played Major League Baseball. Your dad, what's your dad's name? They're going to punch it up. They're going to find that out at some point. He's going to have to do the same thing we did. Only yeah. this time, and, and, and it's and to I, his and own. I think, thanks, Tim. And I th- I think that's it. I think it's just like we're older now. We're we're all now. You know, I'm 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 15 years ago was a dad talking to his little kids. Now it's now it's a dad talking to his uh, smart ass grown up sons, you know. But we can, <laughs> That's right. we can, we can do this, and we can talk about this. So of course they respect his legacy. They respect what he's done for the Brewers. Um, but we all kind of agree, you know. You, you um, well, he, he, it's, it's a shame, and he becomes a tragic figure because he will not be in the Hall of Fame, although he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame if not for this, you know. And then you know, I. I been to Cincinnati on business. Now they do have a statue for Pete Rose and everything, which um, they only put up a few years ago. But I, I just don't think you can do that now. I just think it's a it's a different world, and I think yeah. it's um, I think we will love the good about Ryan Braun, but you know, say, man, you you fucked up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nope, we get you. All right, I got to turn you loose, Tom. Don't be afraid to call back. Except we had to, uh, yeah, he screwed up. Ronnie did, as was uh, Tom's point. So did point. Tom. So, uh, Tom did too, but Tom But don't that was a that... great story. Yeah, No, it's a, f- a fantastic story. And Tom, just a slip of the tongue there. Hey, I deal with it every day. Uh, have I ever been uh, delayed? I don't think so. With but me producing? I don't believe so. I, I don't think so. I've had to dump Christian Yelich a couple times. True. True. And, and Tom, you're right there with Christian Yelich, but don't let that refrain you from calling back. It's all right. It's fine. Believe me, it's done all the time. All right, let's get to Craig Council. Then we'll get to some more of this uh, Braun audio. Um, we put together, Evan put together a little piece here. That's uh, you now take you take you down memory lane with some really super big moments and and really Brewers history and that's that's the tug of war we're having emotionally with this whole thing is is you know we want to remember the good and Tom that's a great point we want to remember the good not the blemish and then you know the extremist will say well we don't know if he'd been doing this for a decade I don't know. I don't. I just want to remember him knocking home runs and winning ball games and putting this Brewers into the play. Five of his fourteen years, he made the playoffs. And think about that: five of fourteen years, he hit the postseason in a Brewers uniform. Robert only made it what two? Two. Who would have thought that with a twenty-six year drought in this organization's history, that one player was in five? Of, of his 14-year career. So he was a huge part of that. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember the good stuff. All right, uh, this not so good. Uh, good performance from Freddie Peralta and the big three in the back end of that bullpen. Uh, but uh, the Brewers fall in 11 innings. We'll get a couple of minutes from Craig Council and still a lot to get to on this Ryan Braun. Stick around. Here's Counts. Craig, you've told us that 
you like the idea of pitching Freddie every fifth day as he's back from this IL. Do you think uh, you're seeing the benefits of that as, you know, he has an outing like tonight? Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Freddie's just on a normal starter schedule. I mean, he's on a normal schedule. Um, so, I mean, I, I think this is his third time out. I think he, you know, I think he just a little rusty the first two times out, and I uh, got it, got it going today. Not on a special schedule, though. But just you've said getting him out there is key. I mean, the bottom line is he's got to get some innings back under him. After yeah, having no, him. I mean, he's, he's part of the rotation, obviously. And, um, you know, I mean, I think the consistency of just being out there on his day, um, you know, we were going to get a result like this. But, uh, you know, a peace of mind for Freddie a little bit to go out and pitch really well. Um, and, uh, he, he was he was great tonight. I mean, he pulled up the strike zone, got some early swings, and obviously, you know, as he – through six innings with a really low pitch count. So it was an excellent start for him. Greg, the other Peralta tonight kind of set the tone for them. That's a familiar face for you. What uh, what did you see from Willie on their side? Yeah, I mean, you know, we just, you know, we weren't that good offensively tonight, frankly. Um, you know, Willie, he's got a change up now that he's using that was effective to the left-handers. And, um, you know, he, he did – he kind of navigated through us and did a nice, do some good sinkers kind of as the game went on and start the ball started going on the ground as the game went on. Um, so he, he did a nice job. Give him credit. Craig, it's so hard to predict when you think rain's coming, but you can't obviously predict exactly when. Did that go tonight with Freddie about as if it was going to rain, did it go as, as good as you could have hoped or what was the thinking going in? I mean, the thinking was this is just a normal start for Freddie. So, I mean, I, I think um, that that was the thinking. So the, the rain really didn't affect that. Um, you know, we got through six and it rained. So um, it's a, obviously a clear-cut place to take him out of the game. Um, but it's it's a normal start. There's Freddie's, you know, one of the one of the guys pitched five guys, six guys starting games. There's no restrictions. We're not thinking about him any differently right now. Um, just just normal normal starts. Craig, what did you think about uh, Josh's performance there in the ninth? Uh, pretty pretty good escape job by him there. Yeah, I mean that's that's why Josh is a great pitcher because he's he's not having his best night, but he's still able to get, get him put up a zero. Um, and that, that's just a kind of a, a mark of how good he is. Um, you know, he's a little off, managed to fix himself uh, when when it really mattered, and, and still put up a zero. I know Avi's been battling some stuff with his back and his leg. Is it too early to say what's what the case is with him now for tomorrow? Yeah, he just got some back stiffness. Um, he will not. He won't be in the lineup tomorrow. Um, but it's nothing serious. I was just going to ask you, Craig Devin, too. Um, he said some outings lately where that changeup it, it looks particularly nasty. Is he in a good place for you with a couple of weeks left in the regular season? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Devin's been in a good place, you know, probably since about April 15th. So um, he's, he's, he's had a great season, and he, and he continues to. There he is, Craig Council, and the good news out of that is Avi Garcia uh, removed from the game with a back issue, uh, nothing serious. So... I just wonder if there's enough time with 17 games left to go ahead and do a 10-day. 
I mean, you've got a couple of off days in the next 10 days. Uh, something to think about. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Okay, stick around. We're gonna get the uh, we're gonna get the comments from Christian Yelich on Ryan Braun's retirement. We'll get the comments from David Stearns. Get the comments from Craig Council, and then take you to some really cool moments in Ryan Braun's uh, career. Here, 14 years comes to a close today. Officially, Ryan Braun retires, and the Brewers fall one zip. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here in Union Grove on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. It's just funny that uh, Ryan Braun retires and he, he plays 14 years in a Brewers uniform. So I started the show in 2006, the year before. I do the show here in uh, 2021's championship season. Uh, so there's a bookend off year, but in the middle there, the middle 14, all Ryan Braun. I Think about that, Evan. Has there been a player that we've talked about more in these uh, 14 years? Not that I can think of. Who? I mean, just by the sheer fact that he's been here all this time. I'm sure that CeCe Sabathia's name was brought up a lot. I'm sure Prince's name was said a lot. I'm sure Yelich's name has been said a lot. Mm -hmm. But nobody will ever pass Ryan Braun, not only from the playing, but... I mean, I'm sure the Daily Shows back during his suspensions were constantly oh, talking man. about him. Crazy. It's Braun. Just just crazy. Brawny officially retires today. That being said, uh, we'll get comments here from Craig Council, Christian Yelich, and President David Stern says, uh, yeah, he hangs them up today. I'm happy for Ryan and his family. I know this is something that... He's been thinking about for a while, deciding whether this is the right time for him to do it. And I think he's he's been very close to this for a while now and, and ultimately decided that this was the right time. So um, happy for him and his family. And, and also, it's just a great moment to reflect on what Ryan has meant to the organization and the community. Um, I haven't been around for, for all of his big moments, but I've certainly seen enough of them firsthand to, to recognize the impact that this player had on the organization. Um, some of the heights that he's helped this organization get to. Um, it's fun to remember those, and I know we're going to have uh, a great day later this year to, to really think about and, and rewatch a lot of those moments. Happy for him. He had, he had a great career, and um, you know, I think the, I think September 26th right, is the, the, the day that they're going to honor him at the stadium, which I think is really well deserved considering uh, what he has done for the, the city, the organization, and uh, obviously not having a chance to play in front of fans last year and uh, get that send off. As a teammate and as a friend, I don't think it's, frankly, it's not the moments on the field necessarily that, that stick out as much. Um, it's, you know, he was a co-worker for, for a long time. And, and I guess what I, what I always tell Ryan is that I always joke with him. I said, you know, be, maybe beside your mom and your dad, like I have seen you play baseball more than anybody in the world. Um, because I, I feel I was there for every game um, throughout his career. Um, 
and got a got a close seat for the vast majority of them. So um, it was it was watching him play was was definitely an honor. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Wearing the number eight. As he enjoys his first day in the big leagues. Rokale pitches to Braun and it's ripped to the gap in left center field. There's the first major league hit for Ryan Braun. It will two-hop the fence. It's going to score Tony Gwynn Jr. with the Brewers' fourth run. Booming line drive double to the gap by Ryan Braun, and it's an 8-4 game. The 0-2, and Braun sends one way back. It's going to fly out of here. A three-run blast, and Ryan Braun strikes again in San Diego. Oh, my. On an 0-2 pitch. Braun in the right field. Sounded good. That's way back there. those moments that's for sure what good he has done for this organization far outweighs that middle portion and we all know what I'm referring to Uh, man all the highlights from Fox Sports Wisconsin as well as Valley Sports Wisconsin as uh, Ryan Braun officially retires today and uh, man oh man oh man he's gonna be missed in a Brewers uniform that's for sure uh, as you look back in, in uh, taking strolls down memory lane, Braun, a big part of the organization's history, that is for sure. All right, we'll take a peek ahead at the uh, matchup tomorrow, the series finale, a 12-10 start, and Woody on the hill. Let's see if the Brewers can score a couple of runs. We'll take a peek at that next, 12.50 a.m., the fan. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? 
It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Hey, how did it get so damn late? Evan, can you uh, explain to me how it got so damn late tonight? I wish I knew. It's like four hours past my bedtime. <laughs> it's just... Well, you had a quick start. 20-6 to six was uh, first pitch, and, uh, and, and the game was flying. Man, it was a quick game. It's just a rarity uh, this year, for sure. Might be a rarity for baseball as a whole, but certainly in, in uh, the Brewer season. And uh, then the rain hits. Now, I normally check the forecast as, as part of my uh, regimen each day before I, you know, earlier in the day when I prep for the show. Okay. I always check the phone. Never dawned on me because I'm just assuming it's our weather that moves east. This is not going to be rain in, in Detroit. We haven't had rain, have we? We have. Like, when, did it rain yesterday? I believe so, yeah. Or maybe not it was the day before. Kenosha. Yeah, no, it was the day before we had a little rain. I mean, so I just assumed that there wasn't going to be... And so uh, Freddie's dealing, and I'm I'm thinking, well, how long is Council going to go with him? He's got six scoreless with uh, nine strikeouts, just two hits given up. And then they come back from the uh, commercial break, and they said, uh, well, the tarp tarp is going to be put on here. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second, what? And an hour and 49 minutes later, they resumed playing baseball and then went to extra frames. Wow. That's how it got that late. I guess I answered my own question. Okay, so uh, first pitch, 12-10, game two in the final game of this uh, two-game set and road trip. Uh, after the last pitch, you make the switch right here, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Having the pitching matchup for game two. The Brewers have one of their aces back on the mound, Brandon Woodruff. He's 9-8 and eight with a 2.48 ERA last pitched on the 6th of September, going up against young 23-year-old Matt Manning, who on the season is 3-6 and six with a 6.14 ERA. So it sounds like the Brewers are going to get shut out again. <laughs> Whenever you see 6-plus ERA, it means the Brewers will scuffle for runs. Uh, we will see. Did you notice uh, Woody's ERA is now ranked third amongst the Try Young Award candidates? That's crazy. And it's that it's is. it's not a bad one. Oh man, not at all. But still, wow. Okay, uh, Evan, nice job on the production work with the brawny stuff. That that was cool. That was super super cool. So, uh, great job there. And uh, you guys enjoy your night tonight, despite the outcome. Try to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.